it's a fun job because you work with all types of people and you meet all types of people who have all these different goals. And it's just like the journey of it is really awesome. So the fact that I'm able to work with young athletes at the University of Arizona in a team setting and then being able to work with people one-on-one coaching, like I get the best of both worlds. I get to meet a ton of people who may stick with strength training and CrossFit and all that or may go a different direction. But as long as I get to help them out in some way, shape or form, that's really all that that matters to me. The fitness movement is brought to you by Zor Fitness. We offer coaching and individualized program design, as well as educational content for coaches and athletes. It's all at one place, ZorFitness.com. Well, Dave, welcome back. Hey, what's up? So uh, we had you once on the fitness movement before. It was episode 46, and the topic was on balancing life as an athlete and coach. So, Dave, how are we doing on balancing life as an athlete and coach these days? <laughs> <laughs> Goes up and down. It comes in waves. But um, I think after spending more time in it, it's, uh, I found what works and what doesn't work. And uh, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty good so far. I can't complain. Yeah. You, I feel like you've had a lot of life changes and, like, career stuff and just, like, a lot going on since we last talked. So... Are you, are you still active or currently in like Air Force Reserves? I am. So um, I'm still in the Air Force Reserves, which basically means one weekend a month I go on base and um, we call it drills, basically like catching up on training and things like that, uh, military training. So it's not as time intensive as it was when we last recorded the podcast because I think during that time I was also on orders meaning I was going in a lot more often than that one weekend a month so that's simmered down quite a bit <laughs> one thing that's uh, been at least put a little bit on the back burner yeah <laughs> Pro- probably good so you were also like coaching in a CrossFit style gym and ultimately you ended up getting an internship at the University of Arizona uh, which is obviously a sweet opportunity but definitely a different direction than what school had looked like up to that point. Cause you were in, correct me if I'm wrong, but like chemical engineering for bachelor's yeah. and, and master's. Yeah. For my uh, bachelor's and grad school. And then I also got a master's in like, it's called information and knowledge um, strategy, basically project management stuff. Yeah. But not strength conditioning. Correct. Not strength and conditioning. <laughs> so, um, how did you end up going from that field and like obviously like people are going to school for something they kind of plan on going that direction like why pivot towards the strength conditioning yeah so side of things right it, and that's um there's like a, a few different things that i think actually like if i could go back in time and change my my uh education and you know, what I studied, I would still probably do the same thing. I really like math and science. So that's one thing. Um, But when it comes to like coaching and programming and doing all those things, it's a lot like a science experiment, right? Um, There are all these variables that you're manipulating, what works, what doesn't work. Um, Sometimes it doesn't go the way you want it to. Um, But ideally what you're trying to get to is this optimal result. 
that's a lot like engineering um, and science research. So when while I was in school, um, I was doing a lot of strength training and getting into that and realized that was a huge passion of mine, kind of became a little like obsessed with it, if you want to say that. And that's just <laughs> continued on. So as it continued on, what I started realizing is I was focusing a lot more on strength training, um, conditioning, all those things in the fitness world versus what I actually studied and what my job was. Um, so that's why I started to transition out of that, realizing that I could probably still take the skills that I learned from that background and yeah. more this where I could actually do something that I thoroughly enjoy doing and, you know, take off with that. So, yeah. So now you're currently full time at the University of Arizona strength conditioning staff there. What's a, a day in the life look like for you? Yeah. So um, like you mentioned, so for anyone listening, I started there as an intern more to kind of just see what that world was about because I was full time at the a local gym that the one that you mentioned. Um, so I was full-time at a local gym there. Um, kind of wanted to see what a team setting looked like at a uh, power five collegiate level, working with a younger demographic, right? Cause that's a whole different ball mm. game there. Yeah, definitely a different approach, like different mindset of like the average person that you're working with at like a, right. a D one school versus like, you know, uh, yeah, the average commercial gym type feel where it's like a lot of, yeah soccer yeah. moms and that's that's a very different demographic right very different different very different demographic very different approach um so i kind of wanted to see what that looks like i kind of ha i had an idea but i wanted to see it put in practice in front of me so i started there what was your original question i went on this tangent. just kind of like what yeah i'm just kind of getting a feel for what like a day oh, looks day like for night. you yeah yeah so now as a, a full-time person i have several different teams um which it's the teams that I have are swimming, diving, men's golf, and triathlon. So all very different sports as well. So they practice anywhere from two to three times a week, practice in the strength room, so strength training stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I program for them. Uh, we, we use an online platform called Bridge Athletics, which you just input the workouts there, and then they have their iPads where they're doing everything. So I would say each day there's about I would say anywhere from three to four hours of training teams. And then the other hours during the workday, I'm using it to either go to their practices to see what the sport demands are and learn about those sports um, and see it being put into place, kind of see what their workload looks like too outside of the strength training room. Um, because I, that's something that I like to take into account as well. Some teams train really hard and they come into the weight room extremely fatigued. So accounting for that and trying to make the time in that room useful. And then also the other hours of the day are spent programming for them, or just, I like to just sit down sometimes and just nerd out on some resources online that I find, take courses, whatever I can do to just continuously learn. Yeah. Really cool. We were talking about this the other day, but it's like, it's the, the demands for strength conditioning of like, a you know, a football player versus like a triathlon athlete, like very different. Um, so it's cool that like you're, you didn't maybe have a ton of exposure to all those sports before, like you were kind of put in that position, but like being able to like learn and like actually go like view their practices and like kind of see what they're able to handle and like understanding like what the place is of strength conditioning for like 
you know, a sport where like that's maybe not the sole thing that you're trying to like drive up is like the, the you know, pure strength levels, but like something like triathlon, like strength conditioning's role is very different. Yeah. I mean, how have you, what was your, how, how's been your like approach to triathlon specifically? Uh, yeah, for triathlon, that's a whole different beast and for several different reasons. So my approach has been learning from people who have been in that field working with triathlon, um, like national level professional triathletes, um, yep. just learning from them because the first time they told me I was going to take on that team, the thing I think about is the training load. They're doing a ton yeah, of so much work. volume. Yeah, yeah, so much volume every day. And another thing too is some people come from a running background and some people come from a swimming background, which you know, there's a lot of clashing there in terms of strengths and weaknesses, um, where there are things that runners are really good at. And then if you ask a swimmer to do the same thing, they're portable at it and vice versa. Um, yeah. so accounting for how am I going to approach that training in a team setting with people that have very colliding strength and weaknesses. Um, so yeah, my main, my approach has been really learning about the sport in general um, learning about the training volume and just asking a lot of questions uh, for people with asking a lot of questions to people who have a lot of knowledge in that field. Yeah. But even like, uh, so like triathlon, obviously swimming is involved, <laughs> the swim team. But even then, it's like there's a spectrum of like energy systems that are being used. Like you could have someone who's a, you know, 50 meter swimmer. And like it's it's like a, a max effort sprint and very short duration, high power output, and someone else who's doing a different stroke in a much longer event. Like even with that, it's like there's a lot of different stuff going on. Like how, like for the swim team, like how do you navigate all those different varieties? Yeah. So right now, our strength, our triath, our triathlon team. Most of them have, if they're swim, have swimming background, they're usually um, long. They were long distance, so that goes a little bit yeah. mesh a little bit better um, with that. And I know in their specific sports practice, they do a lot of, um, you know, swim work and endurance work and all that. So they're working on that outside of that. When it comes to strength and conditioning side of it, it we really look at taking uh, more. Of, like a injury prevention approach with strength and conditioning and, um, you know, balancing their, their uh, weaknesses and their strengths. So if they were a short sprint swimmer before, let's say um, we had more of a power athlete versus an endurance athlete, then yeah. it's kind of their sports practice will, um, they'll obviously be transitioning to that other side of things too. And also the strength training as well, just by um, based on the type of intensities that they'll be seeing in strength training. We're not doing, you know, 85% max out squats and all that. It's more of a corrective approach to it. So they're seeing a lot different uh, rep schemes, intensity schemes and all that. Yeah, makes sense. I feel like it takes a more mature coach to be able to not feel like uh, you need to hammer hammer the athletes like with your strength you know like a, a more intense regimented strength program like to take a, a more of a I don't want to say relaxed but like you said like more like movement injury prevention like that being the role of strength conditioning it, yeah 
At least for me personally, I probably wouldn't have done that as as well as. Uh, hard. <laughs> yeah. I want to see everyone have like a great one rep max squat and yeah. bench deadlift and all that, but you know it's it's hard not to have them do it. But um, it's you know for their sport, it's not needed. So, but it's I still you know I'm able to at least watch other teams do it too. Some of my other teams. Um, are able to do that strength stuff. And then I don't coach the throwers, but one of our other coaches does. And like seeing them do it is fun too, because they're just insane. So I still get yeah. a little bit of that. Do you have a topic that you'd like to request as a future show or just a question about training? Reach out to me. My email is ben at zorfitness.com or you can DM me on Instagram at zorfitness. Lastly, head over to zorfitness.com if you want to browse all of our previous shows with in-depth show notes as well as educational content for all things training cats out of the bag you're going to be a, a coach resort fitness congrats yeah, yeah. thanks we're, we're super excited to have you both chris and i and uh so for people who don't know like you uh got into crossfit and like relatively like really fresh basically hired me to help help you like navigate some of your training and yeah it, it was like certain clients like stand out in different ways and like definitely you were someone who was like very detail oriented, like very just like different in the way that you like thought about strength conditioning. So like obviously now to see your career like morph into strength conditioning and like now you're in it with both feet and it's pretty cool to see everything come full circle. So that definitely kind of just like stood out and like it, it's cool to see someone who just like loves to like learn and like be like in the trenches and like experimenting and like figuring stuff out. But I'm just like excited to have you as part of the team. I feel like when I am like looking to like bring somebody on, it's like, it's super like, I'm basically staking the reputation of like my business on that person. Like very different than like when I take on a new client, there's like very new, very little risk there. It's just like, but like when it's a coach, like they're representing the brand. So I'm like, I'm, confident in you and Chris's abilities and like to have you guys like adding to the value and like bring some well-roundedness that I'm sure that I lack in certain areas. It's, it's super exciting in my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a lot to hire someone to kind of represent your brand. So I appreciate, appreciate you having faith in me. And, uh, like you said, I worked with you in the beginning of my, uh, CrossFit stuff. And that was, it was like a year and a half or two. I think like that's my approach to a lot of things is always learning from people who are smarter than me, right? Cause it's like, I can't, I can't, there's no way I'm gonna know unless I ask questions and just like picks people's brains and all that. So I was super lucky to learn from you about all that stuff. And like you put out a ton of content, podcast blogs, all that. So I've dug through all of those in detail and, um, so yeah, I'm excited to be part of the team. Yeah, for sure. So I gotta ask, like, so obviously you're in the strength conditioning world and in the CrossFit world and like your personal fitness journey. Do do people give you a hard time? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, all the time. Cause uh that's that's the one thing I've learned. Uh one of the few things that stick out is uh in in the college setting strength and conditioning world, you know, like cross, like there's always jokes about CrossFit 
where it's like, all right, yeah. we're going to do this today. Make sure to not, like I hear other coaches, like <laughs> make sure we're, we're not in a fucking CrossFit gym. Sorry for my language. We're not in a CrossFit gym. Don't be kipping the pull-ups, whatever. Yeah. Pull-ups. So they'll say things like that. Um, so, you know, on my breaks, like if I have some time, I'll work out at the gym when like it's empty and there's no other teams there. Um, and they'll be seeing me do some CrossFit stuff and they're just yeah. like, here she goes again. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yes, I, I get a hard time about that all the time. But, you know, <laughs> it's that it's that stereotype that it has. Yeah. And it's it's so funny because, like, people who have been in strength conditioning a while, like, especially when CrossFit, like, came on the scene, it was like, that's, like, what it was. Like, CrossFitters were super obnoxious. I mean, CrossFitters still are, let's be honest. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, as, you know, things continue to professionalize in the sport, it's shifting over time. But it's definitely still got that stigma along with it. So I can't really fault anybody for giving us a hard time about stuff because it's, yeah. it's, well, it's well deserved in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, if you had to kind of put a, an avatar, like kind of a form in your mind, like what maybe a, an ideal client for you might look like, what, what kind of a person comes to mind? I mean, the first thing that comes, like, comes to my mind is uh, someone who like, has a goal and wants to get to it, meaning they're going to um, put in the work needed. So... I like I don't care if it's someone who's brand new to the sport or any strength training in general or if someone is advanced like that doesn't really matter to me. Um I do like to work with athletes but I've worked a lot with brand new people as well like people who are brand new to the world of um strength training or anything. So if someone just has a goal and just wants to work towards it and is puts their faith in me to do it. That's mm. all I could ask. Um, if someone is, let's say they, they question something that I asked them to do, you know, let's say I, you know, and they have questions about it. Um, I hope that they, they're able to asking like why the whys and communicate mm. with me, uh, instead of going off the plan or not going off the program and not trusting me. Um, so just someone willing to work, someone who communicates well, and someone who's willing to learn. I'm sure I could learn from them too. So that's yeah. basically what I really want. That's super funny because I asked Chris the exact same question when we did a similar like announcement type podcast with him. And like literally that's what he says. He says I don't really care what people's goals are, which sounds super calloused at first until you realize like I just want people who are driven, who are goal-oriented, who are going to – yeah, like – be detailed about the way that they go and execute the work and like take it seriously. But then also like, if you do have questions, like ask, don't just like wonder why you're getting this progression or whatever, like, like communicate with your coach and kind of figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing too. Cause when people, um, when coaches are really into programming, they kind of like to nerd out on that stuff. So if you yeah. ask, it gives us an opportunity to just talk and ramble on about it. Um, <laughs> so Hey, I, I'm all about it. So, <laughs> cool. Last question for you: What, in terms of like looking towards your future, and this could be in any category of things. It's totally up to you. Just like, what has you excited these days? I think in this career field, like what has me most excited is there's always like the cool things of like uh, seeing people reach their goals and all that. But I think it's like meeting people along the way. 
Um, that's the one thing that always stands out to me. So I, and to be honest, like I'd love to work with someone who like I'm able to coach to like a really high level. Like that's awesome. That's definitely one of my goals. I'm not going to say it's not, but yeah. um, if I'm looking at like the overall picture of it, like this to me is a, it's a fun job because you work with all types of people and you meet all types of people who have all these different goals. And it's just like the journey of it is really awesome. So the fact that I'm able to work with young athletes at the University of Arizona in a team setting and then being able to work with people one-on-one coaching, like I get the best of both worlds. I get to meet a ton of people who may stick with strength training and CrossFit and all that or may go a different direction. Um, But as long as I get to help them out in some way, shape, or form, that's really all that, that matters to me. I love it. Day, I'm super excited to have you on staff. Excited. Yeah, you're, you're taking on clients. And uh, so if people want to reach out to you, you all your stuff's listed on the website. Your email's day at zorfitness.com. Where can people find you on socials? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's my full name, dayanara.munos. So if you go on the website and you see my full name, uh, it's that, but there's a period between my first and last name. Perfect. Yeah, and I will link to uh, the, the episode that you did previous with us um, on episode 46. If people want to listen to that too, we went into a lot more detail. So, Day, super excited. Thanks for doing this today. Super excited. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for listening today. If you're someone who just started listening to the show, I would encourage you to subscribe so you can stay up to date. If you're someone who's been listening for a while, I would encourage you to rate and review the show. And lastly, the best thing that you can do to support our work is also the best thing that you can do for your performance. And that is by hiring one of our coaches. Until next time, stay the course.